0: Hi friends! Welcome to the Front Porch Life Podcast. I'm Rachel and I'm so glad you have joined me. My hope is that the Front Porch would be a place for you to rest, connect with other women through our stories, and refocus your attention on Jesus. So grab your coffee and join me on the porch. Welcome back to the Front Porch Life Podcast. This week, I wanted to talk about reading your Bible. I know that some of you that listen to this podcast are very comfortable with your Bible. Some of you might not own a Bible or you don't have any desire to read one. And some might have a Bible but have no idea where to start. If you fall anywhere in that spectrum of thoughts, I want you to know that it is okay to be where you are and that I'm glad you're here and listening to this podcast. This podcast is for all of you and I want you to find this to be a safe space to hear about Jesus maybe for the first time, maybe for the second time, maybe you've heard about Jesus your whole life, but that it would just be a place that you could dip your toe into learning more about him. In this episode, I give some very basic and simple tools to help you to start to read your Bible. Whether you're opening it for the very first time or you just opened your Bible this morning, I hope that these ideas will spark something inside you to want to connect more with God and His Word. Before we begin this episode, I want to preface this um, by saying I am not a Bible expert. I am not a professional Christian. In fact, there is no such thing. Everyone that says that they believe in God and follows Jesus is on a journey. We're all at different points in our journey, and I'm just sharing from my experience of some things I have learned when it comes to studying the Bible and spending time with God. I hope that some of this might be useful to you not all of it might resonate with you but i hope that it might give you a place to start so again not an expert but i'm fortunate to have gotten to learn from many people over the years about different ways to read your bible and spend time with god so to start i wanted to kind of explain um, what i might mean when i say quiet time a lot of times in church we've grown up hearing, did you have a quiet time with God today? Or what did you do in your quiet time today? And I don't really like the word quiet time because often when I hear God the most or when I experience Him the most is not in a quiet moment, but it's in a loud moment. It might be when I'm talking to a friend or when I'm playing with the girls or I'm in my classroom I experience God in all of those places and so a quiet time is not the only time that you can experience God but to sort of explain that word God does um, talk in the Bible and we've been given examples of times when Jesus and his followers would spend intentional time praying or um, studying scriptures to strengthen their relationship with god so for me if i'm going to have a quiet time it's not going to happen unless i get up early and i have some time reading my bible or doing a devotional in the morning before the girls get up because once my day gets started I don't have that time or I don't necessarily have the motivation or um, the discipline to sit down and have that time once my day has gotten started. So for me, on most days, (laughs) I'll get up, um, I'll have my coffee, I'll sit in our big chair in the family room. And I will either read my Bible. If I'm going through some kind of Bible study or devotional at that time, I'll get out, get that out, and start doing some of that reading or that work. I might journal. I might be listening to worship music. I might be um, just sitting quietly and just trying to um, have an open heart for the. God's spirit to move, um, in me to give me fresh ideas. Um, any of those things are what I would consider a quiet time. Um, so don't need to talk anymore about that, but if you had any thoughts about or questions about what a quiet time is, that's one way to explain it. Um, so let's say you wanted to have a quiet time each day. You wanted to have one part of your day that's set aside to, um, read God's word or strengthen your relationship with him or just simply to be available um, for God to spark ideas um, in your heart or for him to speak to you. One thing that you might want to do is to read your Bible. Now the Bible is a daunting thing at times. I will admit I have never read the Bible all the way through. I've read many parts of it, but I can't say that I've read every single word in my Bible. So if you haven't either, we're we're on the same page, no judgment here. Um, But I did want to give an overview of the Bible because the more I've learned about the different parts of the Bible, it has helped me to know um, which part of the Bible I might want to read for different kinds of knowledge or different experiences with God. So The Bible has two main parts. There's the Old Testament and the New Testament. And the Old Testament is the first part of the Bible. And this reads more like a history book. Um, It's more stories. So it chronologically starts from the beginning of time when God made the world. And it goes all the way chronologically until Jesus comes. Um, And Jesus was God's son. So it goes from the beginning of creation all the way until Jesus is born on earth. Um, Personally, the Old Testament can feel a little overwhelming because it is our history. So there are... culture references that i don't always understand or um, they'll be talking about the towns and the people and you you might not have a frame of reference for what those things mean but i i guess it was two years ago i just decided i'm going to start with genesis which is the very first book of the bible and i'm going to read all of genesis and I learned so much from doing that. A lot of the stories in Genesis, I had heard before. Um, stories of Joseph and his um, dream coat. You know, I did <laughs> Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat musical in high school. So I knew that story. I knew the story of Noah's Ark. Um, you know, I knew the story of Jacob and Esau, but for me i had never sat down and read those stories in order so i didn't realize the connection between all those stories or how you know the family members were all related in some of those stories and i really learned a lot so perhaps you just want to start in genesis the very first book of the bible and you just want to read that book straight through i wouldn't recommend it in one sitting this probably took me I don't know, a month or two of just reading a couple chapters each day. But it was really, really interesting. And I thought gave me a more well-rounded perspective of some of the stories that we would hear in Sunday school growing up or stories that have been made into movies. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's one way that you could maybe read your Bible. Another way, looking at more of the New Testament, um, mm-hmm is to think about what the New Testament means and what kind of scriptures are in the New Testament. So the New Testament starts when Jesus was born as a baby and comes to earth as a a human. And it goes from all of Jesus's life and after his life. Um, So the first four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, of the New Testament are the Gospels, and those are all the stories of Jesus's life. And then after the Gospels, the remaining books are almost all letters. Some are from Paul, some are from other people, um, but they are letters that are telling the people of the church of different cities about Jesus and about God and encouraging them to continue Jesus's ministry. So Jesus, um, is crucified and, um, comes back to redeem our sins, but then he goes back up to heaven. And so the remaining books of the new Testament are after Jesus has already left the earth to go back to heaven. And now it's his followers that are continuing to share the gospel and to continue his ministry. So that's kind of an overview of the Old Testament and the New Testament. And I hope that that gives you an idea of what kind of scripture reading you might have in both of those. If you're looking to get more of a biblical history, then read the Old Testament. If you're looking for an encouraging letter or something that might be more um, applicable to lifestyle choices and ways to live out your faith, that might come more from the New Testament. But that's an overarching, very high, you know, aerial view of the Bible. And there's so much more to unpack in that, but that's one place to start. So now that we've talked about what the Bible is, sort of the timeline of the Bible, I wanted to give you some ideas of different ways to read the Bible. One that I mentioned earlier was you could start in Genesis and you could just start and you could read all the way through the Bible. In fact, if you Google reading the Bible in one year, or reading the Bible in five years, there are tons and tons of plans that people have already written that give you scripture to read each day to help you read the whole Bible in a year. Some of those plans start in Genesis and just go through the Bible page by page. Some might have you read a little bit of the Old Testament, a little bit of the New Testament, a little bit of, you know, the Psalms. And then by the end, you've read all of the Bible. But that's one way that you could choose to do that. And like I said, you could Google you know, reading the Bible in a year plan, and you could find lots of different options. One way that I have read the Bible for years, this was especially true in college, because I didn't always know what to read um, when I was reading my Bible and spending time with God, was I would read the Psalms and the Proverbs each day. And the way I did this, this was some something someone told me, in college one of my um leaders at the time in the uh, christian ministry i was involved in is they said take the date so for example i'm recording this on july 6th so if i was doing this i would open up my bible to psalms which is um almost dead center in your bible so if you just split your bible in half and open it you'll probably be in the psalms or somewhere close Um, So today is July 6th, so I would read Psalm 6, and then I would add 30, so I'm doing some quick mental math. (laughs) Um, So you would read Psalm 6, you would read Psalm 36, you would read Psalm 66, 96, and you would keep going, and usually there's five Psalms, the way the math adds up, for each day. And then you would go to Proverbs, and you would read Proverbs 6. There's only 31 books in Proverbs. So you would only read one book of Proverbs and you would read the Psalms using that math that I told you. So you would do that on one day. And then the next day, July 7th, you would read Psalm 7, Psalm 37, 67, 97, all the way until the end of Psalms. And then you would read Proverbs 7. And the Psalms, for the most part, are pretty short, so this wouldn't take, you know, hours to do. It would probably take me, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, and some days would take longer. Maybe there would be something in there that would really stir something in my heart or would make me think of something else or a song that I wanted to listen to, and it was just cool the way different. Things would pop up. And so I would do that for a month because if you did that every day for one month, you would have read all of Psalms and all of Proverbs. And then the next month, you could do it again. So then August 1st, you read Psalm 1, Psalm 11, Psalm 21, or not 11, 31, 61, 91, and keep going. So then you would read it the next month and maybe other things would come to mind or parts of God's word would. Strike you differently. Um, But that's another really easy way to have something purposeful to read each day. Um, The last thought I had um, there's plenty of other thoughts, but this is one that I've also tried is um, a a girl that I listened to her podcast, Annie F. Downs. She's an author, a speaker, a podcaster. Um, She came up with these monthly gospel reading plans. So the four Gospels that I mentioned earlier are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and they're the first four books of the New Testament. And these books are Jesus's life stories. Now all of these four Gospels tell the stories of Jesus in slightly different ways. They're all the same stories, but the authors are different and so they write differently. For example, Luke, the Gospel of Luke. Luke is a doctor, and so he's very detailed in the way that he writes his stories. Um, So if you like those details, you might like the way that Luke writes. Um, If you don't want all those details, you might want to try a different um, gospel. But what Annie has done is she's made a monthly gospel reading plan. And so in one whole month, like the month of July, she has a plan for you to read a certain number of chapters of a gospel each day. And by the end of the month, you have read all four gospels and you get, you know, the whole story of Jesus's time on Earth in that month from four different perspectives. And she actually did a whole year of this. So every month she would read all four gospels. And she's said multiple times how much that changed her view of Jesus, how much um, it changed her view of ministry. I haven't done that, but I did do one month um, back in the fall where I did read all four gospels in that same plan that she mentioned. And it was really cool to see how the different stories are told um, from different points of view. And That would be one way to Read more about Jesus's life. You can Google Annie F. Down's monthly gospel reading plans. You can follow her on Instagram, and she usually shares um, a picture that you can screenshot at the beginning of each month. And I'll also tag her Instagram handle or put her Instagram handle in the show notes so you can see that too. So, those are some different ways that you could read the Bible on your own. So, this would not be using you know, a Bible study or a devotional, this would just be you having some structure to how you read your Bible. But another thing you could try is you could try a Bible study. Um, I mentioned in my Instagram stories the other day that I'm doing a Bible study right now, but I'm not doing it with a group. So I'm not meeting every week with the same people to talk about it. I'm just doing it on my own. So I literally got on Amazon. I looked up Priscilla Shire because I like her Bible studies and I ordered one of her books and I'm just doing it on my own each morning. You could do this in a group. So you could have a group of friends that you all buy the same Bible study. And then you could meet once a week, every other week, once a month, and just talk about how it's going and what you've been learning. Or you could do it on your own. Um, Priscilla Shire, the study I'm doing right now is called discerning the voice of God. I'm not too far into it yet, but she's just talking about how we can position ourselves to hear the voice of God, uh, more clearly. um, and just to clarify i have never audibly heard (laughs) the voice of god and and some people have but i would say for the majority most haven't but i have had thoughts that i know are not my own because they scare me to death that i know god has put into my head or there have been situations where i feel nudges from god to talk to someone that maybe is uncomfortable to talk to or to um you know reach out in a situation that puts me out of my comfort zone but i know that it's god prompting me to do so so that's what the study is about is discerning the voice of god in our day-to-day lives in our day-to-day actions Another study she has is called One in a Million, and this is um, studying the book of Exodus and the Israelites' journey out of slavery into Egypt, and I did this study with a group of high school girls from our church, and some of my friends helped to lead it with me, and it was probably my favorite Bible study I've ever done. I loved the story of the Israelites and how relatable they are to us. I mean... God literally delivered them from slavery, um, <laughs> kept, you know took them out of bondage, and yet they were still incredibly disobedient and <laughs> incredibly forgetful of what God had done for them. And I mean, haven't we all been that way? Yes, I mean, he does amazing things for us, and then I forget the very next day. So I thought that was a great study. Just to name off a couple other names, Jenny Allen, is an awesome Bible teacher as well. I did her Bible study Chase with another group of high school girls, and it was talking about chasing after the heart of God. She is really relatable, especially to those younger women in your lives. So those um, in high school or early 20s, I think she does a really great job of speaking to that age group. And Beth Moore is another one. She has been doing Bible studies for as long as I can remember. And I know my mom has done multiple Bethmore Bible studies at church. She has just a plethora of wisdom and knows her Bible really well. So if you are lucky enough to do a Bethmore study, you will learn so much from her. And last but not least, um, there's a company called She Reads Truth. And they also have a he reads truth, but they have these beautiful Bible studies that they release. That again, you could do on your own, or you could do with other people. And they have um, some that are around different topics, or they have some that are just focused on different books of the Bible. But you can find those um, on Amazon, on their website. If you go to a Lifeway Christian bookstore, you could find them there. But the, they are really great. I have done their Advent, um, studies a couple years for a couple years and Mike did them as well. And they were a really cool way to think about the Advent story and, um, Christmas time and Jesus's birth in just a refreshing way. So I know that was a lot. <laughs> And I will have all of these different um, authors linked in the show notes. Um, And if there's anything that you had questions about, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook, by text, if you have my number, I'm happy to help you with any of these things. Um, Maybe listen to this episode again and take some notes because I know I flew through a lot of things, but all of this to say, There are so many different ways that you can read your Bible. And do I read my Bible every day? No, I don't. I wish I did. I wish I had a quote-unquote quiet time every day. I try my best, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. And that's okay. Give yourself grace upon grace and know that God just wants our hearts. And it's not a checklist. It's not a to-do list. It's just him wanting to spend time with us. And it's really hard to spend time with someone when you're distracted and doing a million things all at the same time. So if you can, just spend five minutes at breakfast or a little time in the evening or right before bed just to try one of these steps, one of these ways to read your Bible or one of these Bible studies. I think that you will be extremely pleased in the way that you can connect with god and will just feel your relationship with him grow so again just try one way i hope this was encouraging to you and i'm excited to see um, how we can all grow together and grow with our relationship with the lord Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you found it encouraging, please share it with a friend and maybe commit to trying one of the Bible reading ideas together. I'd also love to hear your thoughts as well. You can let me know what you found useful by commenting on the Facebook or Instagram page at the Front Porch Life podcast. We'll see you for another episode next Tuesday.